0: When you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the uh, program. I know many of you are frustrated. And at this point, to be very blunt, you have every right to be frustrated. Um, You know, you, you start with Fauci. You know, Dr. Fauci on 60 Minutes. Dr. Fauci on 60 Minutes, March of 2020. He makes this comment as it relates to the, the use of masks. This is what he was telling us. Now in the United States,
1: people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it? Because people are listening really no, closely to this. Uh, right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often there are unintended consequences.
0: Then it's one mask. Then it's two masks. Then it's, um, well, there might be masks in perpetuity. Then it's, oh, if you get vaccinated, life goes back to normal, and you won't need any mask. But now there's masks again. And, you know, just, uh, let me just play a small, well, it's, it's a little longer montage. Let me play this montage because I, there's a reason for me playing this. So you understand that if you're frustrated and for those people that have doubt and concerns, at, you know, because they've been trying to blame conservatives. I think we've been the most responsible and we have the timeline. You have no idea what we have prepared for the mob and the media in terms of, our coverage um and i took a lot of heat when i said early on that you know what i don't mind wearing the remember jimmy kimmel he even tweeted out i can't believe it i agree with hannity and i'm like okay i just ruined my career what did i say (laughs) what did i say i just ruined my career anyway but i believed it and i was saying all right i knew it would be short term i was saying in january 2020 american medical researchers scientists Doctors are going to save the world with this, meaning therapeutics, meaning the, you know, in six weeks, they broke down the sequence of a virus. It would normally take six years. So I had great confidence that they would get to a vaccine. And again, I'm urging you. Yeah, take it seriously. All these people dying. I don't want any one of you hearing my voice right now to be one of them or anybody you love and care about to be one of them. I've seen the worst of this thing. I'm, I've been up to my eyeballs trying to help people because most people don't do what I do every day, and that is immerse myself in all of the research and interviewing all of the doctors, some, some that I'd even disagree with, to get as much information in your head and hands as possible. And I find that even friends of mine, you know, I have to walk them through the, the basics, the ABs and D's of this, and and I had a friend recently. As a matter of fact, we had George Farid on yesterday and he's 74 years old. He's a great guy. And he got t- he tested positive. He hadn't gotten vaccinated. He tested positive, And I got him on the phone with Dr. Farid, who's been one of our, our regulars. We have a lot of regular doctors on this program. You know, we've had Dr. Oz. We've had Dr. Nicole Sapphire. We've had Brian uh, 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 Tyson on the program. Um, and you know, all these great people and, and trying to give you as many varying viewpoints as possible to inform you, to make good decisions for yourself and for your family. And it gets frustrating, you know, just listen to the, the, the constant shifting, you know, they've been wrong on pretty much everything. Their models were wrong. Their projections were wrong. You know, everybody, you know, Andrew Cuomo, Oh, we're New Yorkers. We we're not like these other countries. We're New Yorkers. We have the best health care system in the entire world. Well, yeah, that was right before the shift show uh that became New York and that led to the uh executive order that put people with COVID in nursing homes and all those deaths took place. Meanwhile Donald Trump's uh built hospitals for COVID patients fully manned fully pro- providing all the PPE imaginable, every ventilator that they were screaming that they needed, even though your chances, we now know, were about 12, 12% of surviving if you got on a ventilator early. It's a little better now. It's in the yeah, 30 to 42% range. It's not 100%. If you're at that point, it's – and by the way, that's why I bring on all these doctors that believe in the therapeutics – you know, if you don't know about Regeneron and the Eli Lilly version of Regeneron, please research it, because I know more people that have had it, that have gotten the infusion. It saved their life, literally, you know, and or even all the studies. Oh, hydroxychloroquine, 84 percent effective if taken early at mitigating symptoms. Why? The media didn't like it because Donald Trump said, hey, this we already knew that the foremost expert, Dr. Daniel Wallace, in April of, uh, uh, what, 2020, said the risk is nil. Number one practitioner of rheumatoid arthritis, biggest practice in the country, and lupus. Yeah, he's been dispensing hydroxychloroquine for 42 to 45 years. And the risk, he said, is nil. That means none, zero. He's had 250 peer reviewed articles. This guy's the real deal. Also dealing with malaria cases. Oh, but if Trump says it, we can't. This is insanity. Anyone talking about it? How dare you talk about it? Or ivermectin, which has emerged as a, as a therapeutic that has shown success. And, and you know, again, we're trying to interview the doctors that are on the front line that are really proactive. You know, rather than so many doctors, states, hospitals, they've basically been saying, oh, yeah, you tested positive for covid. Go home. OK, check your oxygen levels. Check your temperature. If your temperature goes up, take two extra Tylenol, get your temperature down. If your oxygen drops uh, in seven, you know, usually that happens in day six, seven, eight or nine. If that uh, oxygen level drops to 90 or below, you probably need to go to an emergency room. The only problem is by the time you get to the emergency room. Your lungs are an absolute Adam shift show, and if they get x-rayed, it is a disaster. How do I know? Because I've, I've, I have literally walked. I can't even tell you, and I haven't talked about. It. I'm not patting myself on the back here. Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people through this process, not making the decision for them, but putting them in touch with people that give them information so they can make informed decisions, information they didn't know about because I care about people and I'm a, I'm pro-life. I want people to live. And, and I was able to do it yesterday. I get a report now every night, my 74 year old friend yesterday's temperature was 98.2 His oxygen saturation level, uh, was 98, which is a great number. Um, and within 24 hours, thanks to our friend. But by the way, if I ever had to pay these doctors for all the times I've called on them, I'd, I'd be poor at this point because and they've done it because they're dedicated to saving lives. They all deserve credit. You may disagree with one doctor or another. I'm not telling you what doctor to follow. I'm telling you to learn as much as you can. And a lot of the media never never talk about this. Regeneron to me is the best. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Read the studies that show. That It mitigates, um, especially taken early, it mitigates some of the the symptoms of COVID. um, And then make your own decision. I'm not your doctor. I don't know your medical history. I don't know your medical condition. I can't decide for you. Just telling you things that maybe you won't hear in the mainstream media mob. But, you know, for all the people, they're trying to say, well, conservatives are causing vaccine hesitancy. How many times do I have to say, I believe in science? I believe in the science of vaccination. But I'm not your doctor. I don't know your medical history. There are some people, you know, we interviewed the girl that wanted to go to BYU in Hawaii, couldn't go because a vaccine had paralyzed her for a month, and she tried to get a medical exemption. They wouldn't give it to her. You know, we've interviewed, for example, the nurse in Houston, Texas, who got COVID. How she get COVID? She got COVID because every day at the height of the pandemic, she went in to save other people's lives. She got fired. She has natural antibodies, natural immunities. Well, if we follow the science, the Cleveland clinic study says if you, oh, if you have, even if your antibody levels go down, you still have T cell antibodies, which would be activated if in fact you came in contact with coronavirus for a second time. And that would probably, as Rand Paul has said on this show, a medical doctor, that would probably reactivate the, the body's instantaneous natural immune response to the virus that it already is aware of exists because it beat it once and that would include variants to it. All right. So, but listen to the confusion. Don't, stop blaming conservatives when all I'm trying to tell people is to educate themselves, take it seriously, talk to their own doctor, doctors, medical professionals they trust, um, t- factor in your medical history and your current medical condition and, and decide in a free society listen people should not be walking
1: around with masks let me just state for the record that masks are not theater wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and masks are protective and we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is there has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of Uh, uh, staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if in fact you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If in fact you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors when the children go out into the community you want them to continue to wear masks you know if you look at at, at children outside particularly when they're with the family of uh, walking down the street playing a game or what have you don't have to wear a mask the the, the the Pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes.
2: But the child can't, not to beat it,
1: yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because
3: now the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is,
1: is
4: that right? I mean, <laughs>
1: you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate and you wanted to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it if you would like to is put a cloth mask over, which actually here And here and here where you could get leakage
0: in is much better contained.
3: Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look (laughs) like you are.
0: I mean, everybody, you know, now that they're going back to which is where I was leading this, even the Department of Justice is declaring that Vax mandates are legal. Now we're also the CDC is once again reversed itself on their indoor masking policy Yeah, even if you're fully vaccinated, you got to now go back to wearing the mask, which is not what they told us if you got the vaccine. And people have a right to be angry and feel betrayed and feel like this is the gang that can't shoot straight. They've got so many things wrong so often for the entire time. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program you know, I've been telling you that, and I had taken this once before, and I don't know why I stopped. It was so stupid, but now I'm, I'm back to using balance of nature. I feel a discernible difference every day of my life. Um, look, I, I don't have the ability to have 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day, and that's what balance of nature does is, is literally they, they put it in a capsule form, uh, Linda's mom, what, she's five years, four years into taking it. She loves it, and she, she never gets colds. Uh, she's very high energy that runs in the family, um, and uh, she's been taking them for a long time.
5: <laughs> she has. She's feeling really good.
0: Just go to burner.com slash Hannity right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills now to date health lock has helped its members save over get this 130 million dollars bottom line is insurance alone is not enough now to save just go to healthlock.com that's one word healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider All right. All right, right, Sean, our number you want to be a part of the program. So the CDC is now again changed their mind. Now they they have decided that fully vaccinated people will begin wearing masks indoors again in places with high COVID-19 transmission transmission rate. What does that even mean? I mean, anywhere there's other people, because I would assume anybody can have it. What are we going to play the odds? Oh, there's 10 people you don't have to wear other masks. There's 30 people you have to wear the mask. I mean, what does that even mean? And, and now people, by the way, in the, and I'll play this later in the program, a lot of, you go back before we actually had the vaccines, guess where all the vaccine hesitancy came from? The mob and the media. MSDNC, fake news CNN, and the, and the new green deal democratic socialists. Why were they showing vaccine? Well, I'm not going to believe it if it's the Trump vaccine. Oh, okay. So we'll play politics with that too. So they now reversed their indoor. I, I know you, I know you were told something different. They told you that if you got vaccinated, you don't have to worry about other people. Remember, I kept asking, it seems an awful, it seems awfully strange to me that fully vaccinated, fully socially distant, Joe and Joe Biden, hiding hands, walking outside into former President Carter's house. I keep saying this as an example. Did they know something that we didn't know then? Because it made no sense. They weren't following the science. And then they get inside the house, they take off their masks, They're right on top of the old people, 96 and 93 respectively, you know, spitting and breathing all over them so they can get a picture. That's the opposite of what they were
5: saying to do.
0: Just go to burner.com slash Hannity right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills now to date HealthLock has helped its members save over get this 130 million dollars bottom line is insurance alone is not enough now to save just go to healthlock.com that's one word healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider
6: Uncle Sam accountable to you every day.
0: Hannity is on. All right, twenty-five to the top of the hour, eight hundred nine four one Sean. You want to be a part of the program? I'll play it later, the mob, the media, the Democrats, and and all the vaccine hesitancy and and doubt that they cast. Um when in fact it was Donald Trump saying, well, we're, it looks like we're going to get a vaccine in record time and we're in stage three trials now and the results look promising, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but the Biden White House, they, they, they can't really give a good explanation after all that they've told us why the CDC is announcing the new masking pro- policies around the country. I know this is a, a slightly awkward timing. Jen Saki, circle back said, acknowledging at the press conference and throughout the briefing, repeating that they were battling coronavirus despite weeks of sunny rhetoric celebrating Joe Biden's success in handling the pandemic. We still are in the midst of once, a once in a generation pandemic. Oh, okay. And they won't tell us how many people are infected at the White House? Really? You know, now you have CDC guidance fall out. The House, the White House bring back mask mandates, even for vaccinated people. And the Department of Justice declared that, yeah, vaccine mandates are legal. All right. Is that a, is that for everybody? Does that mean if you happen to be somebody that had covid and have natural antibodies and the very prestigious Cleveland Clinic follow the science? Uh, uh put out last week that or two weeks ago that if you had covid, you don't need any vaccine. Are we following the science or are we not following the science? You know, and, and the CDC director then still pushing vaccination is the way out of this pandemic. Well, then, if that vaccination worked and we were supposed to live our lives normally again, why now are you telling everybody that's vaccinated to mask up again? You know, now Biden and I told you this was going to happen last week. It started out the administration, Joe Biden, Gensaki, They put their seal of approval on companies and schools and universities having the right to mandate vaccination. What do you do in the case of like, for example, the nurse that got fired down in a hospital in Houston? And this is happening to frontline workers all over the place. Not only did this. Woman put her life on the line like so many others in the middle of this pandemic. Every day going to work was a risk for every healthcare worker, but she contracted COVID. She has natural immunity. She doesn't want the vaccine. She's following the Cleveland clinic science and they fired her anyway. Or the girl that wanted to go to Brigham Young University in, in Hawaii, that particular university. And it was her dream and she got accepted, but she went. You know, two years earlier, apparently had gotten a vaccine. I didn't ask her which one, and she ended up being paralyzed for a full month, and took a while to be able to walk again. And her doctor is looking, and she was seeking a medical exemption, and they didn't give it to him. I mean, how how hard and fast is this? And 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 what about people? You know, whatever happened to medical privacy? I'm a big believer in medical privacy. I don't think if people ask you, you know, what is your status, that you have any obligation to answer, especially if you're willing to put on a mask and socially distance and follow those rules. It's really nobody's business now, is it? But apparently, I guess we're going to have a database. And now the push towards vaccine passports. Watch how that's going to grow. I promise you it's going to grow. You know, it's either you're gonna prove that you're vaccinated. Well, what if you proved you you had COVID? Would that serve as adequate, following the science of the Cleveland Clinic? And then, you know, again, children have not been as vulnerable in any way, shape, matter, or form to this virus. And you know, I can't tell you how many my my kids. Well, one of them now out of college, one still in college. But how many kids that I know of, their friends, people they know that all got COVID, and it's like two days and it's over. Not a big deal, thank thankfully. It was the opposite. If you go back to the swine flu, it tended to impact younger people, but not older people. You know, we have a Texas police learned COVID-positive illegal immigrants that were sent to local hotels after a Whataburger encounter. Now, if we care so much about Americans and them being vaccinated – why is, why did Joe build those cages? Nobody in the mob and the media, no Democrats seem to care one whit about the cages that Joe built that were way overcrowded, people on top of each other, not tested, high rate of positive, of COVID positivity in the middle of a pandemic. You know, wh- wh- where, wh- where was the outrage then? Again, it's select, it's always selective moral outrage with Democrats. Always is. Ted Cruz said this decision was driven by politics, not by science. Let me be clear. There should be no more COVID mandates, no mask mandates, no vaccine mandates, no vaccine passports, no lockdowns, and no school closures. Enough is enough. The CDC has lost all credibility when it comes to what decisions the American people should make about COVID-19. And it's long past time that we got back to trusting the American people, not unelected, federal bureaucrats and i i i I echo those comments ronda santis is saying no should not be mandated responding to the cdc changes of of mass guidelines for children now i know a lot of people are worried about the delta variant now take this for what it is and it's just information that you you might want and might want to have is that Britain, for a number of weeks, was struggling with the Delta variant. Okay. Now, the good news that I can pass on, you know, there's an article in the Daily Mail that said, is the end in sight? COVID cases fall for the seventh day in a row. Experts hope vaccines, the vaccine rollout taking effect. And they say they see the light at the end of the tunnel. And in the UK, COVID-19 cases are decisively rolling over. If the U.S. follows the template of the U.K., they may be peaking in just the next 12 days. In other words, there was a point where they began to panic in Great Britain, and the Delta spike down there, even the New York Times noticed, uh, seemed to be flattening without a substantial corresponding spikes in death. Again, if you want to look at it. Now, the... Scott Gottlieb, former Food and Drug Administration commissioner under Donald Trump, predicted Wednesday that the U.S. will get through the worst of the Delta variant surge in the next few weeks. I think he's modeling this after what we saw in Great Britain. That's my guess. I don't know, but that's my best guess here. He said the bottom line is the vaccine does not make you impervious to infection. Well, we already know that. We call them breakthrough cases. People fully vaccinated that still contract the COVID-19. Now, what we're learning is the rate of hospitalization is dramatically lower and the rate of death is dramatically lower. You know, but it's still happening. And, you know, we knew from the beginning the efficacy was never 100 percent. So just to be fair uh, for any of the vaccines that were available. Anyway, again, the Daily Mail is the end in sight. Covid cases now have fallen for the seventh day in a row. Now two weeks ago they were scared to death. They thought, "Oh no, this isn't working." So we'll have to we'll have to see how this all bears out there. But but certainly in the UK cases are decisively you know turned around and it seems to be flattening. Um, if you're interested in, in what's happening over there is maybe a preview of what will likely happen here, um, and in light of those people that, that you know, want answers. It's hard to predict any of this. Um, that's why I gave a lot of latitude to people. Boy, did, did Fauci turn out to be wrong again and again and again. I, I, I just don't trust a word he says anymore. It's gotten to the point. You know, I'm trusting more and more the people. I'll tell you that I want to listen to more and more, the people that have been on the front lines, that have been in the middle of it, that have built COVID practices. They're dealing with it every single day. Those also that are believe in proactive medicine, not reactive medicine. Um, so anyway, it's, um, then we have this whole issue. I'm not going to spend much more time on this Pelosi stacked, you know, predetermined collusion, uh, conclusion January 6th commission, because that is one mission, one mission only. It's to smear Donald Trump. Uh, we've been consistent. I don't care if it's the 574 riots that took place last summer or what happened on January 6th at the Capitol. It's not acceptable. It can happen. And people that break the law and are responsible need to be held accountable. You know, what What really is amazing to me is these are the same Democrats. They only focus on one riot, not all the other riots that took place. And by the way, these were the officially declared riots by the you know by by the cities themselves rocking almost every major american city even the white house was besieged at one point so bad the secret service had to evacuate the president remember what happened at st john's church in washington that was lit ablaze hundreds of other buildings throughout the country targeted the federal courthouse in portland vandalized lit on fire on numerous occasions a uh, police precinct in Minneapolis burned to the ground. They tried to do it in New York. Uh, you know, hundreds of police cars were torched. You know, thousands of police officers injured, you know, rocks and bricks and and frozen water bottles and Molotov cocktails. Twenty-five Americans were killed in the course of all of this rioting last last summer. You know, remember Horace Lorenzo Anderson Sr. lost his namesake, Jr., in the Chaz Chop summer of love zone. You know, the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Jenny Durkin, never bothered to reach out to the family. We, we got to them first. Donald Trump was the first politician to ever call Horace Lorenzo Anderson Sr. about the loss of his son. Kamala Harris was too busy promoting the bail fund to get the rioters that were arrested out of jail quicker so they could rejoin their comrades and in the activities that they're involved in democrats barely mentioned it downplayed it denied it outright and you know there's no commission on on last summer's 574 riots okay why not because that can't happen either 25 people dead thousands injured you know billions of dollars in property damage and we're not going to take that seriously I don't get it. Why? Because it's not politically expedient for them. It's a simple answer, not complicated. You know, we we have how many Americans shot, shot and killed every weekend in major cities. You know, many African-Americans, for example, you know, we're told black lives matter. Do, Do those lives matter? They matter to me, which is why I scroll the names when others, you know, never discuss those names. If you can politicize it, then politicize it. Then 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 you'll hear the name over and over again. But what about all the other people? Hundreds and thousands of them that are killed every year. You know, if you can't if you can't get a political advantage of it, of about it, why bother? The same things with Russia, Trump, Russia collusion. What about Hillary Clinton's dirty Russian dossier used to spy on a candidate and a president? What about uh, Hunter Biden's money from a Russian oligarch, the former first lady of Moscow? That doesn't matter. Never mind on Trump-Russia collusion that was debunked. Or the real quid pro quo with Joe in Ukraine. That doesn't matter either. You know, now China pretty much can threaten the United States, our military bases, Japan, their military bases. And you know what? Not a word is said. Why? Has Hunter, has he compromised the Biden family? Russia compromised the Biden family? Because if it was Trump, those allegations would be made daily. It's just unbelievable. The, The level of hypocrisy is just, it's breathtaking. It's beyond anything I ever, it's beyond any point I ever thought we'd get to. And how's it working out with these no bail laws? Well, in San Francisco, women caught on video bolting from a CVS You know, people go in garbage bags into expensive stores, inexpensive stores, and as long as they don't steal more than a thousand bucks, they get away with it. Barbara Boxer, by the way, got attacked and robbed in California. And CNN fake news and MSDNC, they didn't even cover it. You know, Seattle mayor proposing rebuilding the depleted police force. Then we have all of these defund people. Now using taxpayer dollars, but only to protect themselves. Nobody else. All right, 800-941-SHAWN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out out-of-pocket cost That's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, a hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Things Simple Man, Leonard Skinnerd, and that can only mean one thing, all things Bill O'Reilly. All Things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com, including his number one New York Times bestseller, Killing the Mob. Uh, then there's going to be one other killing book series coming out that is going to be maybe his biggest ever. And then it's Killing Hannity, uh, which I expect any day now. Mr. O'Reilly, sir, how are you in the hazy, hot, humid Hannity days of summer? you hanging in there? I'm always
7: hanging in. I have a list of ways that I'm going to kill you, and I want to, you know,
0: <laughs> not today,
7: but, but in you know pre uh, shows down the road, we can discuss how no. you want to go out. Okay.
0: You know, it's funny in, in this woke world in which we live in, in cancel culture world, if you kid it around with anybody else, you probably it would probably there be a headline: O'Reilly threatens to kill somebody. You know, yeah. uh, because we've become that humorless. All right. I, I do have a serious topic. Um, you're watching like we're all watching the CDC flip flop flail, you know, shift and, and turn. And, and it's getting confusing, conflicting. People are upset. You know, now the DOJ has declared vaccine mandates legal. They, The CDC reverses their indoor mask policy. Uh, saying fully vaccinated people and kids should be wearing their masks once again. Um, and I said last week, once Biden gave the nod to business and schools and universities to mandate masking, I said it's only a matter of time now. This is the push. So my question to you is I want to first play you flip-flop Fauci and ask you how they could be so wrong so often and then how the folks, to use your term, should interpret all of these changes. Let's play Fauci.
1: People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. and Masks are protective. And we, But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying Uh, uh, inside uh, uh, there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if in fact you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If in fact you are vaccinated, Fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask.
0: Bill O'Reilly, simple man. This is the guy that in his first interview on 60 Minutes in March of 2020 said masks don't work. You know, maybe you could stop one little droplet, but that's about it. Um, your take on a complicated issue for the simple man. All right,
7: I'm going to break it down. Number one, if I were President Biden... I would wrap Anthony Fauci up like a mummy. Remember the movie, the Mummy? <laughs> you kind of wrap it all you around. Better be his careful. Head. You leave the yes. nose. He can, he can get air through the nose, but you have all of the tape all over his mouth and the rest of his body. And so uh, we wouldn't have to listen to Anthony Fauci again. That's number one. He should be the mummy. Number two, this is what I'm doing, and that's all I can really say, um, because y- you couldn't possibly understand the montage that you just played. Remember Abbott and Costello, the comedy duo, Abbott and Costello. Remember yeah. them?
0: Who who's on Who's on first?
7: Who's on first? That's what that was. That's exactly what. The, who's on first? No, no. Who's on second? No. Okay.
0: So I don't what I don't know third base. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
7: I don't know third base. So that's what that was. That was Abbott and Costello. I am back. I am not going to wear a mask unless for some reason, and I don't even know what that reason might be, maybe a a plane trip, a commercial airline. I'm around strangers, and then I'm in close quarters with them. I probably would put on a mask, but I'm not going to wear it on a daily basis, running errands. Going to the beach, going to the movies. I might take the mask. way,
0: slow, face- slow down a second. I'm trying to get over the image of you in, you know, your speedo on the beach. No speedo, Hannity. I-,
7: I have I have <laughs> macho
0: swim trunks. All right, no speedo. Oh, macho.
7: Sw- <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna it'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna market those. O'Reilly's
0: macho speed
7: trunks, and you're going to get some.
5: I,
0: uh, I so I am I, going to get. I didn't never bought your doormat either. You think I'm going to get the macho, you know, swim well, shorts a a of Bill O'Reilly? I'm,
7: a, uh- I'm
6: not you're a patriot.
0: A I didn't Gen buy a country the
7: country doormat. You're not a patriot. But anyway, feet oh, my- cut off circulation, <gasps> and you'll have to get your link amputated if you wear speedos. But anyway, let's get back to my math here. and my kids. They're going, both are, uh, one's going to law school and one's going to regular college. Now, that's a little bit different. So uh, they're going to take their masks and they're going to obey what the school wants because the kids are on top of one another in the dorms. And, you know, you are going to get people who harbor the virus. They are around. Everyone knows that. If you're vaxxed and you catch the virus, it's very mild. All right. So you might get a cold or a couple of days, but it's not. Now, you, now, now you're you
0: specifically have... talking about. Well, I want to be clear here. You're specifically talking about younger people. Like, yeah. Younger like people. My, my kids are in, well, a, one graduated right, college. One's in college, co- though that right. age has not been it's not been the great danger that it has been for older people and those with underlying conditions.
7: But I tell my urchins to cooperate with what the school wants, okay, for the greater good. Just suck it up and cooperate. But if you're have, if you an American that has a debilitating disease, if you're over the age of 70, you're not in good shape, it's worth it for you to wear a mask inside. It's worth it, even if you are bats, because you just don't want to go through it. This is such a horrible, horrible disease, and it it just turns on a dime, and then there's another variant, and this and the other thing. But I believe that I am protected by the vaccine as much as I can be protected. So I'm not going to virtue signal like Kamala Harris is. I'm not going to confuse everybody. I'm going to live my life and do it responsibly. And I think if every American took that point of view, we'd be a stronger country in this area
0: you know it's it's such an individualized thing too and i don't like to give broad sweeping generalizations but you, but bill i've seen the worst of this thing i i know people that have barely survived being on a ventilator uh i know other yeah. people that have loved ones they lost um and i i'm urging everybody to to do their own research Talk to your doctor, doctors, medical professionals you, you trust. Learn about these these different vi- vaccines. Pfizer, v- Moderna are very different science than the J&J shot. Um, Absolutely. But with that said, I, I, I think what people are most upset about now is we were told that if you got the vaccination, and every, every American was told, then, then you're, you're good. It doesn't matter what other people do. You, life goes back to normal, they said to us, Bill. And now we're finding out life isn't going back to normal. Well, I think it's and been their messages have been so conflicting. Go ahead.
7: Yes, and COVID has been politicized. So the far left wants everybody to obey the central government, and this is a good way to start that. Americans have a history of being very feisty, uh, dissenting, and not allowing Washington D.C. to intrude on their personal freedoms. That is our history. But you can't impose socialism and progressive values if you have that history um, embraced by most of the population. So So here's my serious
0: question. This is my non-cupcake part of the interview. Now that they're mandating, if you want to go back to work in the federal government, go back to work at a corporation or a university or a school, they're mandating that you get the vaccination. And if not, I, I interviewed a nurse on my, on the TV show and she had COVID. So she has natural antibodies. The Cleveland Clinic, if we're following the science, says if you had COVID, you don't need any vaccine. Pretty respected medical, uh, institution. And now the question is, what do people do for whatever reason? They make the other decision. Maybe it's a, a rare medical condition. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just, uh, you know, their own gut feeling they don't want to do it. I mean, I believe in freedom, too. What about the mandate part of this? Okay.
7: So the federal government at this juncture has the law on its side if it wants to force employees, people who at work at a paycheck from the federal government, to take the vaccine. It was litigated in the early 20th century. So if you work for the federal government, you're going to have to get the vaccine or take a leave of absence. Now, you could fight it. You get a doctor's note. I had COVID. You can do all that. But it's going to cost you money, and it's probably not going to be victorious. So if you are working for a government or a private business, the private business, no question, they can tell you, if you want to come into this building, you have to be vaxxed. And they're on the right side of the law. So people are just going to have to accept the fact that if you are an employee, you don't have as much power as if you are just a regular person not dependent on a paycheck or working for an individual. And that's always been the way it is. I mean, there are rules, and you and I, uh, when we worked at Fox, they had rules. You had to do X, Y, and Z. And if we didn't want to do it, there was a problem and i understand that i i do because public safety maybe it's too extreme i mean kamala harris just drove me nuts when she said well it, it took her like 10 seconds after the CEC came out and confused everybody yesterday for her to have the mask on and demand that any reporter covering her, wear the mask, when she's vaxxed and all the reporters are vaxxed. And all that was was virtue signaling, politicizing the fact that we're the federal government. We can tell you what to do. We can push you around. And that's why so many people resent it. And that's why we have such a controversy, because they know that the imposition from Washington isn't going to stop with COVID. This is just the beginning of what the progressive socialists want, a government telling you how to live, what you can do and not do. You've got to have that if you're going to impose a socialistic, progressive system.
0: All right, quick break. More with uh, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. We'll get to your calls on the other side, 800 941 is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, a hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right. We continue. Bill O'Reilly is with us. All things simple, man. Bill dot com. It's very frustrating. Everybody I talk to now is at a point of, you know, they've had it. They feel like that the that, that people haven't been straightforward. They haven't been honest. They don't. They say follow the science. They don't follow the science. Right. Um, and it gets very frustrating. You know, not every You know, this is not a cookie cutter situation. People have rare medical conditions where their doctors say, "No, you really, you really can't get the vaccine." I interviewed a a young woman. Yeah, there's got to be,
7: but there, there are legal exemptions for that. So if you, oh well, okay.
0: But what about people that had COVID that are being told that they've got to get vaccinated in light of the science of the Cleveland Clinic? They're being told to get vaccinated.
7: That is a problem, but they don't know how long the antibodies stay in the system. But here, here's another aspect of this that no one will talk about, that there are two primary groups of people who don't want to be vaccinated in the United States. And I'm speaking generally now. All right? The first is the people who don't trust medical uh, people or the government. And most of those people are on the right, far right. The second group are African-Americans. So African-Americans. Well, have the actually, there's
0: a much higher percentage of African-Americans that have declined the the vaccine than others. We got about 30 yeah. seconds. I'll let you finish your thought.
7: OK, so the corporate media will never report on the low vaccine rate among
4: African-Americans
7: ever. They'll lay it all on the conservatives who don't want to be vaxxed, And that's another example of the corrupt media culture that we have in America.
0: Yeah, well, listen, I uh, appreciate your thoughts. The, this is not cookie cutter. My advice stays the same. I, I really believe that you've got to make your own decisions. I believe in liberty and freedom, and I also believe in medical privacy, and I believe in doctor-patient confidentiality. That doesn't come up. I believe you got to take it seriously, research it, talk to your doctor, your doctors, take into account your unique medical history, your current medical condition. And then it's not it's not for people like us, Bill, to tell people what to do. In my opinion, you agree with that?
7: I do indeed. Uh, I'm I'm very humble in this regard. All, right. all I tell just people give is give what I'm doing.
0: Give the okay. people, yeah, give give the folks the information, and and then ultimately, you know, try and be as even information you might disagree with. Let them hear all sides. All right, Bill O'Reilly. That's right. Uh, all things O'Reilly at BillO'Reilly.com. dot uh, We'll be uh, we'll be checking in with you next week, sir. Thank you. We'll continue
6: driving liberals crazy three hours a day, every day. The Sean Hannity Show is back on the air.
0: All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Glad you're with us. Eight hundred nine four one. sean is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Mike is in the, well, yes, our lousy state of New York. Mike, we're very stupid. We've not made an intelligent decision in our life. We need to get the hell out of here and save more money and live in better weather. But for the moment, if anyone said, Hannity, you're an idiot for stand- staying in New York, I'd say you're right. I am. I shouldn't be yeah, here. L- nor should you, nor should you, Mike. Luckily for me, I'm upstate. You know,
8: we're awfully red up here, as you may know. Yeah.
0: And you still pay the same taxes up there. Good um, luck.
8: Don't, don't remind me. Don't remind me. Yeah, I blame my parents. I blame my parents.
0: <laughs> well. Um, anyway, but what's on your mind my, today?
8: Yeah. So, um, I've been hearing a lot of, uh, people on our side that, uh, or, you know, boycotting the Olympics and, um you know, all this cancel-esque
0: talk. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a mailman. I'm getting barked at. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. As long, as long as you don't get bit.
8: <laughs> no, I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty quick. Uh Basically, you know, I think it's a slippery slope um that we're treading on here of, Kind of playing into their way of thinking. And, you know, I, I read this article, it was on NBC Sports. Um, and I, I between uh, the regular games and the Paralympic games, uh, USA has about 613 competitors. And, um, I, you know, I'm trying to retrace here which ones have protested and, you know, done things that, you know, we aren't happy with. And, that we consider un-American, and you know, it's it's really just a handful. And I think to throw the rest of the 600, probably, you know, or so of people who who work so hard, and you know, especially Olympic sports, they don't get the the same recognition as you know the mainstream sports here in America. You know, they work so hard for this, and for them, for us to just cut them in the same cloth as a few people who. Uh, spoke out and did what they did. You know, I I think that's a little unfair. Um, You know, as a kid, I was raised in New York. You know, I had Mets fans in the house, Knicks fans in the house. Uh, You know, my friends were Yankees, uh, Red Sox, you know. And the one thing we could always sit down and, you know, agree on and root together with was the Olympics. You know, we, you know, we, that time would come around. We'd all be together, and we were rooting for the same team, you know. And that's 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 rare to have because you know, especially in the Northeast. Well, there's there's so many different teams, you know, so you're always on the different page, you know. I, I
0: I don't think there's a greater moment in sports history than you know Al Michaels making the call. Do you believe in miracles? And and maybe Jason will pull it up. Ah! And then, of course, the movie, and and just an incredible moment of patriotism. Remember the goalie, uh, you know, wrapping himself in the American flag, looking for his dad in the crowd. It was amazing. But to answer your question, Mike, I, I don't support boycotts. I don't support cancel culture. My interest is less, and it's for all of these sports that, like, the NFL now has adopted the, the black national anthem and saying that they're going to be actively pushing social justice causes – You know, uh, to me, when you mix politics and sports, you're taking the most unifying event with the most diverse group of people, people of all backgrounds, all, you know, all races, creeds, colors, socioeconomic backgrounds. And they have a shared passion for a sport and a shared passion for a team. And and now you, you insert politics and, and people just get turned off by it. They're going to sports to get away from all of that. And if, and if athletes or teams feel really strongly about particular causes that matter to them, I think there's an, another way to, you know, ask voluntarily, invite the fans to join them in their cause. You know, you know, we're raising money for kids for this. We're raising money for schools for kids. We're raising money to keep kids out of trouble. We're raising awareness about the dangers of gangs and guns, or whatever, and drugs. Whatever, you know. I think there's a better way. I'll give you the last thought.
8: I, I, I'm saying, are they really? You know, is that really what they're doing, or you know, is it just a horse and pony show here? You know.
0: Well, look, the, like, the the numbers uh, speak for up. itself. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they're losing the the Major League Baseball All Star Game lowest number ever in history. I mean, dramatically lower. Uh, watching the NBA Finals down dramatically. NFL ratings have been down ever since Kaepernick, and they they came back towards the end. I got a little interested in the narrative about Tom Brady versus Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and whether he can win a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, which he won. Um, but short of that, I'm I'm just not as interested. And I'm more interested in college sports. They seem to be keeping it a little bit away, the politics away from there. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen over time at this point, right? Um, that's my, you know, because people, you high five strangers when you have a shared passion of a team, of a sport. You, you know, you sh- I, I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to some guy. I'm getting a, I'm going to order a beer. Hey, uh, get, give me one extra beer for the guy sitting next to me and buy him a beer. Or, you know, I have a big bucket of popcorn because I'm, you know, I can't eat the whole thing myself. So you share it with the people next to you. Um, Oh, I bought hot dogs. Uh, Let me, uh, you know, I'm talking to some people. They got three young kids. I'm telling them how cute their kids are. Hey, guys, you want Cracker Jacks? You want a hot dog? Boom, hot dog. You know, it's unifying. I'm not asking if they're a Republican, Democrat. I don't care what race anybody is. We're all children of God. You know, um, but. That's up to them. And in the end, I'll tell you who's going to suffer the most, the athletes. Revenue, TV, rights revenue is going to go down dramatically because they're not going to be able to make money. Uh, Then attendance is going to decline. They're not going to make money. Athletes are going to have to start accepting less money if they want to play. And and maybe at some point they'll realize, you know what, I think people are trying to get away from, you know, stress and politics and – you know, things, things are divided in the country, and it's it's a moment where we can put all of that aside and come together, and they're destroying that, too. But that's up to them. My personal choice is I'm I've lost natural interest. I'm not telling people to boycott. I won't tell people to boycott, you know, but I'm saying my personal interest has declined. It's waned. I'm not as interested. Anyway, appreciate the call, 800 941 if you want to be a part of the program. Phil is in Colorado. Hey, Phil, how are you?
9: Hey, howdy there, Sean. Uh, I was giving you a ring because as I see Joe Biden on the TV, so I listen to him on the radio, I'm deeply disturbed with what he sees. And, you know, I'm not a doctor. I know you're not a doctor. But I used to manage a pizzeria, and I got to tell you, I wouldn't trust this guy to deliver a pizza I think you send him out the door with a large pepperoni. He doesn't come back. Doesn't matter if he has a GPS or not. And God help him if there are stairs on the way up to the apartment. I just don't think he's up to the job.
0: Well, especially if it's windy out. You know, and we remember what happened—he got blown <laughs> over three separate times, according to his own staff, when he was climbing up the stairs to Air Force One. Um, I, I got to imagine with Google Maps and ways that he and, and GPS that he's probably capable. I, I, you know, of delivering a pizza, I hope. You know,
9: I, I, I. it's not hard. It's not the hardest job in the world, but you need a little something, and I, I don't yeah. think he has it. With his team of handlers, he could do it. If you get every, you know, his, his handlers behind him, they'd walk him through it. But an eight-hour shift, a four-hour shift, oh, no, he would be broken off, lost, out in the right. city somewhere, never might, make his way back. He might, he,
0: he might get tired and, and have to pull over. Take a little nappy, maybe have some warm milky and a sippy cup. I don't know. All right. But, it, you know, I I can't really even joke about it anymore because it's so real and so serious. Um. Anyway, how you used to own a pizza place. You don't own it anymore? Uh, no, I was the general manager, not lucky
9: enough to own it. But uh, I did all the hiring. I know what it takes. It doesn't take a lot. But I, I really don't think Joe has it. it, at least not in his current state. Ten years ago, sure. Now, I wouldn't hire him to deliver a pizza, I swear to you.
0: All right, Phil, thank you. All right, quick break, right back, and we'll get your phone calls, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the
5: program.
0: Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out out-of-pocket cost That's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, a hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. my pizza guys mario's pizza is so good the food is so delicious and the drivers like to come to my house because i take good care of the drivers and if i go in and i see them and, and the man we've been i'm friends with the owner manager guy for a long time he always wants to give me free food i'm like no i'm paying for the food i'm no I, i'm not you, you work too hard i can afford what i'm what i'm ordering and, you know, this is a busy place. They got like 30 people working in this place. I mean, they're rocking and rolling and they make everything. The menu is delicious. Everything they make is perfect. Uh, you might be happy, Linda, If you, you know, you'd be happy to know that I now get cauliflower crust pizza. When You got to get it with double cheese, though.
3: Oh, yeah. You got to get extra cheese. That really cheese. brings out that vegetable taste.
0: No, no, no. It, this Just way enhances all the nutrients. No, it makes it. It Listen, the whole point is not to have the bread. Right. And it's also. I, I think there are
3: several points. I mean, I'm not a nutritionist. I don't want to play one on radio. OK, but
0: cheese is not that bad for you. Sauce can be a little upsetting to one's stomach. Not to me.
3: Cheese. I mean, listen, I love cheese, but, you
0: know. And you know what I like as my topping? I like onions. A well, lot yeah. Of onions
3: them. are great. They're good for
0: you. I don't care. If, I don't buy pizza because it's good for me. But first of all, pizza it, is delicious,
3: and if you're eating cauliflower pizza, you are trying to be a little bit healthy. So tra- I give you I'm, props for that.
0: I'm trying not to put on the poundage that I can easily put on. They're right. That's what well, I'm trying to do.
3: That's the problem when you're Irish, you know, it just rolls right on you.
0: I like cauliflower crust pizza. I'm shocked because if, if you get the extra cheese. It tastes like real pizza from Mario.
3: I I have a news flash for you. What? I just want you to know, Ethan. Could you play the breaking news sounder for me? This is going to be a big one. Get oh ready. Boy, here we here, go. Here we go.
6: Breaking crazy. news now. Here's Sean Hannity.
3: In today's news, it was discovered that if you put a lot of cheese <laughs> on anything,
0: it tastes delicious. It tastes awesome. It tastes like real pizza to me. This is a news and flesh. and it's it's a lot less bread. So I, I can't even say it because I'll get in trouble I call it. Well, let's just say slightly overweight people's pizza like me.
3: No, I would call it people that are health conscious. If you're health conscious?
0: No. And you want people to take, like me that have a you're tendency not, to get overweight that, that it's it's You don't have a tendency to get
3: overweight. First of all, you're on TV. TV adds 10 pounds, so no matter how thin you no, are.
0: No, it's like 50 pounds. I'm whatever,
3: whatever it is, it's a lot. And so you always have to be thinner than you already are. And you're in great shape. You work out every single day. Every I day. Mean, how old are you now? Like 100, you know? I worked, I worked 95.
0: out um, Okay, wise ass. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't win here. You look
3: good for your age.
0: Look good for your age. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's why you
3: can eat double cheese.
0: Well, I'm just telling you... <laughs> Why did I even listen, you know what? Up? If
3: I sat you down at a table with a bottle of salt, salt, and a, and a and like a block of cheese,
0: block of cheese, I
3: wouldn't hear from you for hours. You would be content. You would be a happy man.
0: I'm, I listen. I'm a very in that sense. I'll we'll steal O'Reilly's line. I'm a simple guy, simple man. I don't like very complicated dishes. I'm trying to eat more fish than normal.
3: Oh, fish is great for you, man.
0: Okay, I, can, I eat a ton of fish. I can tolerate like linguine and clam sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> I can I can tolerate um, shrimp scampi. I can tolerate. I like broiled scallops. I prefer the smaller ones rather than the big ones. Why? It's, it's even better when you wrap it in bacon. If you haven't tried that. Oh it's yeah, awesome.
8: wrap anything in bacon.
3: On. That's healthy. Yeah, exactly. Next to the cheese block with the sti- exactly. with the bottle of salt.
0: And then the next thing is I I will eat um what's it? halibut if it's fresh. Mm-hmm. And
3: But why the small scallop?
0: You know my buddy Keithson, Keith and, Are you hearing the question Lawrence. I'm asking you or are you just not hearing it? Well, he they they he catches striped bass almost every day. <laughs> I like I when it's fresh like that, I like it. Go ahead, what's your question?
3: My question was what's the difference between the small and the I love scallops, so I'm just curious. What's the difference between the small and the big scallop?
0: I like, I like the one is bay and one is sea scallops. Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, there you go. The bigger the ones are questions. less fishy Logit-
5: and sweeter, typically.
0: Well, this is, Ethan does know a lot about fishing, not for nothing. No, that's true. I, I actually like them both. I mean, I'm not going to not get it. Um, and I like lobster tail because I don't feel like sitting there, you know, getting that crap all over my hands, beating the crap out of it, fighting a, a dead a dead lobster to get the food out of it.
3: You know they're not allowed to boil them anymore.
0: Yeah, but it's, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm sure I'm going to follow that law in the, to the letter. I know you will. You're a good citizen. By the way, that's not how you, I cook lobster anyway. Oh, really? I cook lobster very different. You cook right?
3: it in butter and cheese. Oh my god. We're a little salt.
6: Jesse Kelly coming up tonight from six to nine. Mr. New York,
7: Mark Simone tomorrow from ten till noon.
2: Seven ten W O R.
7: Well, we're coming
0: and if you want a little bang in your come along
1: are you sticking by your decision to hold any vote on that deal until after the Senate passes a much larger infrastructure package through reconciliation
4: yes it's
6: time for mandates because it's the only way to protect our people.
1: We cannot
10: now go back to where we were. And I am telling you, as I sit here, I have told you the facts on COVID from day one.
6: Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're
0: coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song.
6: Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload.
0: All right, news roundup, information overload, our Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, A lot of people have commented to me. We discussed it with a caller in in the last half hour. Uh, about politics and sports and in particular the Olympics and the announcement that the NFL is going to be partnering again and, and advocating for social justice causes and singing the black national anthem. Uh, it's impacted the Olympics. Uh, I'm going to play two different opinions. One is from Gwen Berry explaining why she did not recognize the national anthem at the Olympic trials. The other is from uh, Olympian Lolo Jones, uh, uh, talking about how athlete activism is contributing to low, uh, Olympic ratings. But it's not just the Olympics. And, and now people have said they're just disgusted and fed up and they're not watching and they're not attending in the numbers they did. First Gwen Berry, then Lolo Jones.
2: If you know your history, you know the full song of the national anthem. The third paragraph speaks to slaves in America, our blood being slain and and piltered all over the floor. It's disrespectful and it does not speak for black Americans.
3: It's obvious. There's no there's no question.
0: All right, and Lolo Jones her take on it.
3: Yeah, I don't- percentage of people that would be tuning out because of those protests but i will say that there has to be a percentage of people that are doing that i had so many people coming up to me after the gwen barry protest and saying i'm sorry i cannot watch the olympics after that
0: and i've heard a lot of people call those program and the ratings bear out with the olympics with major league baseball with the nba with the nfl that this is having a negative impact on viewership you know, and we explained earlier the net result of this is going to be, okay, less money for these, these athletic organizations, uh, the NBA, um, MLB, uh, NFL, and now the Olympics as, as people just they, – they don't want to get lectured at, at an event. And you're destroying a unifying moment. doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, joining us now is Herschel Walker, former Olympian himself, on top of being one of the most gifted and, and talented running backs in in the history of uh, professional football, uh, sir, welcome back to the program. Great to have you.
10: Hello, son. How you doing?
0: I have important political questions for you. You know it's coming today, but don't, more, don't ask me that one. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's coming. It's coming. But let me first ask you about this. Um, you were on the other night. George Foreman was on the other night. You're both Olympians. What are your thoughts about, what do you think about Gwen Berry? What do you think about what Lolo Jones said?
10: Well, you know, it, it's, it's sad. It's sad because, you know, I think it's the wrong place, wrong time. And the reason I say that is, uh, you know, this is the United States Olympics. And, you know, if you're going to compete in it, uh, you know, that's what you're supposed to be represented. And if you don't want to represent that, you don't have to go. But just say you're going to protest without having any kind of outcome. You know, you can talk about the national anthem and you can say all those things about it. And, but, you know, it's, it's bigger than that. You know, if you want to do something about it, you got to hold people accountable. And what I mean by that is uh, you need to get out and people need to vote. You know, that's one of the problems we have. People are not voting. You know, people are not getting out, putting the right people in office that can go in and change things. You know, things are staying the same. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to change anything, you got to get people in office that's going to change it, not just to make people emotional. Because that seemed to what they're doing right now, you want to make people very emotional. And people don't want uh, sports to be something where you got politics involved. These are athletes, white, black, all different race that are over there competing in the Olympics, and yet you have someone complaining about the United States of America. When yet you're in a whole nother country doing that. I think it's, it's shameful. I think it's very shameful uh, because
0: this is yeah. a great country. And and I want America to win. I'm sorry, but um, I'm I'm passionate about the U- U.S. winning the Olympics. And
10: well, and Sean, this was so funny. I was very, I was blessed to have an opportunity to compete for my country in the bobsled. I was very honored. And to be honest with you, for the first time in my life, and this never happens to me to see the whole United States team coming to that uh, coliseum there in France almost brought a tear to my eye because I was representing the United States of America. And what I see here is people seem like these uh athletes from other countries, this is the honest truth, they are jealous of the American athletes because they think we have so much. But yet the athletes that we're here, we're not we're, we're like, uh, oh, we're ashamed shame of America. I'm not going to stand for the flag. I'm not going to stand for this because of this or because of that. You know how I many people that have died for that flag or died for that national anthem, and yet you're going to complain like you're going to change something. Well, if you're going to change something, why don't you change it by holding people accountable? And what I mean by going to vote, to putting the right people in office, that's going to change things. That's how it changes. It doesn't change by you not uh, standing for the flag, not for this national anthem, by you wanting to change the flag, by you wanting to play a black national It's not going to change that way. The way it changes is by you getting the right people in office that got the guts to hold people accountable.
0: When you played professional football, when you played uh, in, in college for Georgia and played football there, Um, when you've gotten in the octagon, when you're an Olympian, um, as, as a top performing athlete, I mean, you, I, I mean, there's nobody better Heisman Trophy winner than, than you. I don't think, I mean, you're, you're right up there as a, you know, as a, what is a goat, the greatest of all time. I mean, your, your record speaks for itself. And in the course of you, You know, garnering all of this success and fame, what did you learn about the fans? In other words, I I would assume it was people of all backgrounds and races. Uh, I've been around you, and and anytime anybody sees you, you are you have rock star status.
10: Well, you know what's strange about it is I didn't get here by myself. I got here by. Uh, african-american black or uh, white or asian or i got here by all different races helping me to get here i didn't do it by i didn't do it alone so when i get the recognition the recognition is just not herschel alone is by a lot of different races helping me to get here and you know for me to say that there's no problems like that there are problems you know there are, there are problems but we can solve those problems together we can solve them together if we have people that want to address those problems but I think the go to put down this country, and you know, and I've said it a lot of time, and people can disagree with me, but I don't know how you can because what other country do you like? You tell me what other country that you like that you'll like to go to that has better things than the United States of America. You tell me that country, and if you like that country, maybe you can go there. I'm saying, and I'm not being mean. I'm just saying what other country have what the United States of America have? And I'm saying we can even make it better. But to sit in another country to put down this country when all the athletes there, I'll bet 90% of the foreign athletes there look at American athletes as being spoiled, as being given everything, as being got it made, that's what they look at the United States of America as. We're very spoiled that we got it made. We have everything that we want.
0: My friend Barry Farber was right when he said there's never been a country that's accumulated more power, abused it less. And I add, and and America's using its power to advance the human condition. No other country in history has done that. And the beauty of our framers and founders is they built a system that we had mechanisms and a path to right wrongs and correct injustices. And I don't care if you want to go back to the Civil War or if you want to go to the the historic 64 Civil Rights Act, the 65 Voting Rights Act, America has has made major strides in becoming a more perfect union. Do we still have far to go? Absolutely. Are there ignorant people in this country? Absolutely. Uh, But they are the minority and they're frowned upon. And I could tell you, as a conservative, any of these people that, that hold these, you know, white nationalist or racist views, I want nothing to do with those people, ever. And, and, and the they're, not, they're, people not a, they're not a Sean Hannity conservative, I'll tell you that.
10: Well, you just said it. The majority of the people want nothing to do with anyone like that because that's not America. America is us getting together. The youth have made it pretty cool now. To uh, go out and and say something bad about the United States of America, to to stand up, to go out and beat someone who disagrees with you. You know, that's not cool. And that's not America. That's not, that's breaking the law. And I said, what we have to do is we have to get people that's going to say, you know what, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to do this the right way. And like you said, we have our problems like anyone else has problems, but we can solve them. Those problems can be solved, but you, gotta, you, know, you can't do what we're doing right now. You know, When the NFL decided they are going to play the Black National Anthem, it's like uh, you're opening up a can of worms because let's be honest here. If the NFL really want to be just, why do they not go out and try to recruit and try to get more black owners? Let's go get more black owners. Let's go get more black coaches. Let's go get more of this. Let's, go with, you know, let's not just try to keep people emotional. Because that's what they seem to be doing. Oh, I'm just going to pat you on the head, but I'm not going to change anything. You know, that's what we, uh, people are looking for. You know, that's what you're looking for. You got a lot of uh, African-American players. So you remember years, years ago, there was not any African-American players going to these major league colleges. Well, now mm-hmm. they are. Now they're in the NFL. Now things have changed. And the historical black colleges have gone down because most of the African-American players were not going there. So, the, the historical black colleges went down, and now African American uh, athletes are going to these big big schools now. So, now they got an opportunity to go play in the NFL, they got an opportunity to go play uh, NBA basketball, Major League Baseball. So, I said things are changing. But right now, we're setting it back again because we're saying, oh, something is not right. Well, that's just a few. There's a few people believe that. But yeah. what's happening is those few voices are so loud. Because everyone else is afraid to touch that word racism. You know, when you mention racism, everybody like, they're scared to death and they don't want to touch that. Well, let's let's be honest. This country has come a long, long ways. Do we have some ways to go? Yes, we do. But the way we get it done is by having a fair election. The way we get it done is by holding people that we elect into office to do the right thing.
0: All right, quick break. More with Herschel Walker on the other side. 800-941-SHAWN is on number your calls straight ahead.
6: Are you ready to get out of the media spin room? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Sean Hannity Show on 710 WOR.
0: as we continue with our, our friend Herschel Walker, let's talk about Herschel Walker, a potential United States senator. You have told me that you're giving it serious consideration. Where are you in this process? And and what do you think will be the determining factor for you to get into this crazy? I, I know you've been in the octagon, so you know what a, a battle is. And uh, you're a warrior your whole career. What would it take for... Herschel Walker to jump in that race.
10: Well, you know, it, it just takes that my family, you know, they they are, uh, you know, they they putting their heads together as well because it's not just about me. And that's why I keep telling people, people want me to decide like tomorrow, decide right here and I said, guys. I got to decide at my own time because I said this is bigger than just playing football. This is bigger than playing uh, getting into the octagon. This is a United States Senate seat that can change the world. You know, it can change Georgia. It can change a lot of things. So it's not something I gotta, I need to take lightly. I need to take it very, very seriously, and that's what I've been doing. And people may not understand that, but they don't understand Herschel Walker. So I said, guys, if you don't understand Herschel Walker, there's nothing you can do to me that's going to ter- deter me from my mission. And my mission is to make the right decision for the state of Georgia, make the right decision for this United States of America, because I love this country. I love the state of Georgia. I love what this, this country stands for. We're a country of law and order. We're a country that have borders. And I'm like, guys, that's what, I, that's what I know. And then, you know, I love our military. You know, I'm at a base where every three weeks I love our United States military. And right now I think what we're doing to this country is not right to them.
0: Let me ask you this, because I, I think this is determinative in, in so many different ways. Um, if you if you, you've heard what Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock and Jim, I'm sorry, Joe Biden has said, you know, Jim Crow 2.0. Meanwhile, the state of Delaware has the most restrictive voting laws in the country compared to Georgia, which has some of the most accessible. Uh, how have they hurt that state with that narrative?
10: Well, they just continue to use that word Jim Crow. You know, like I said, remember I said earlier, on, when you mention Jim Crow, mention racism, or you're racist. Nobody can not say anything. Let's get away from that. But I think people have to be honest. As I said, I love the Lord Jesus. I love my God. But you got to speak the truth. The truth is we have a problem going on with something that's going on in this country. Our leaders don't seem to want to respect what the Constitution of the United States stands for. And one of the things I was looking at, I say the oath of office is you're supposed to defend the Constitution, foreign and domestic. That's the oath you take. Well, I hear that they want to change the Constitution, but well, the Constitution is bigger than that. No party, whether you're Republican or Democrat, should have the right to change the Constitution.
0: I, I want to explore this further with you. I like the idea that you're doing it your way. And I know you that if you get in, I know you well enough and long enough that if you're in, you're in to win. That I do know. Herschel Walker, we love having you back. Uh, You're a dear friend. Think the world of you. Would love to see you run. Would support your candidacy in a heartbeat. Thank you for being with us.
10: Hey, thank you. Thank you, Sean.
0: Appreciate it. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue.
6: every day to remember the forgotten man this is the sean hannity show
0: all right 25 till the top of the hour we'll get to your calls in a second 800-941 sean let me play you know with all the ever-changing you know rules and mixed messaging the experts wrong they're here they're there they're everywhere you know everybody forgets oh conservatives are going to make people die I supported Operation Warp Speed from day one. In January 2020, I was saying, scientists, medical researchers in America are probably going to save the world with therapeutics and, and ultimately a vaccine. And lo and behold, we got it done. And Donald Trump did it by, by creating a system with Warp Speed where these pharmaceutical companies were not going to risk losing a fortune if they didn't get, the therapeutics the vaccine in record time which they ended up doing because they had the financial strength and support of the government to do that at the time uh, all the vaccine hesitancy let's let's for example let's just listen to MSDNC L- listen to their hesitancy what they were saying in large part because I just hate Donald Trump since
4: the pandemic began we've heard a lot of promises about vaccines the race to approve an effective vaccine has taken a toll on public trust, especially in the middle of a heated presidential election. Only 27% of Americans say they would definitely get an approved coronavirus vaccine.
8: Trust in a vaccine among the American public is at an all-time low. And as there's continuing to be
2: mixed messages from the administration and from their own agencies. Strange announcement from the Trump administration that they want states to have vaccine distribution centers ready to go by November 1st, two days before the election, even though no vaccines are yet available. Uh, Lori Garrett says, quote, I have no confidence that a safe, effective vaccine will be ready for use by Halloween. Worse, I can no longer recommend that anyone retain faith in any public health pronouncements issued by government agencies. Officials insist no corners are being cut, but the timetable is simply too short for full safety analysis of any vaccine. And it seems like it's sort of cause for alarm that there's no standard promulgated by the FDA or by anybody for comparing the relative effectiveness and safety of the various vaccines that are all Being explored. Operation Warp Speed is about delivering a vaccine faster than we have ever done it before. But can it be done quickly and safely? Well, the administration may want a vaccine for political reasons yesterday, and frankly, All of us would love a vaccine as soon as possible. Scientists are sounding the alarm that we must resist the urge to rush out a product we aren't sure about.
11: Is the vaccine safe or is it not safe? Is it coming? When is it coming?
9: Donald Trump has politicized the treatment and vaccine process from the very beginning.
0: I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. Now listen to Democrats. They were skeptical about taking the coronavirus vaccine. I don't trust Trump. It's the Trump vaccine. They don't call it the Trump vaccine anymore.
2: As you know, President Trump has promised a coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year or maybe sooner. Would you trust that vaccine? Uh, No, I would not trust his word. I would trust the word of public health experts and scientists, but not Donald Trump.
7: First of all, I don't trust the president on vaccines. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be.
3: He will push anything to get reelected. Don't fall for it. And by the way, I will take the vaccine after Ivanka takes it.
6: You would be hesitant to receive the vaccine if it were approved by the end of the year. I'm going to, yes, I would be hesitant.
0: I mean, if doctors and scientists like Dr. Fauci are taking that vaccine, of course, I will take the vaccine. But we also know that we can't trust the president uh, and take his word.
11: I trust vaccines, I trust the scientists, but I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this
7: moment, the American people can't either. I believe all across the country, you're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC
0: saying it's safe. So predictable. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean is on number. You want to be a part of the the program. Cindy is in Iowa. Cindy, glad you called. Thanks for being with us.
2: Hi there. Um, I just have a couple of. Hey, yeah. Um, first of all, just about every day I get a chance to hear part of what you're what you're talking about, and you keep talking about Delaware, and they have stricter, stricter, stricter rules and laws, and you know why that is because they always go Democrat. If they didn't go Democrat, they would be they would be the, the left of, of georgia and texas so that's just something that um i know you know that um i just wanted to point it out and the second thing i've been wondering about is where's kamala harris her little visit to the hospital on sunday and nothing that has been said there's no routine mm-hmm. no routine physical or checkup on a sunday at a government hospital so um i'm curious i I think that if she were COVID positive and she's supposedly vaccinated, that would be a huge PR problem for the left. And I'd really like to know where she is and how she's doing. Uh,
0: I never believed for a second that this was a scheduled medical uh, checkup on a Sunday at Walter Reed. This was right after she had met with the Texas uh, lawmakers that flew up in their private jet uh, while they themselves were filibustering to ask Democrats to end the filibuster. Um, so I, I haven't really followed her schedule. Let me go and look into that and see if I can't get the answer for sure. But I, I don't recall seeing her after that. Uh, and, you know, th- they're, they're this very week, I mean, when Jen Psaki and the Biden administration have been asked... How many people at the White House have contracted COVID after everybody there has been vaccinated? They don't want to mention it. Now, again, you have 150 some odd million Americans fully vaccinated. And then you have 150,000 breakthrough cases that we at least know about. There's probably a lot more uh, where people fully vaccinated still contract coronavirus. That Those are the CDC numbers. And, you know, we knew the efficacy was never 100 percent to begin with. Um, Now we're seeing that maybe with the variants that these vaccines are less effective uh, than the original coronavirus, which wouldn't scientifically shock me or be surprising to me. Uh, But it's the mixed messaging that they keep giving us. No mask at first, then one mask, then two masks. Then it's if you're vaccinated, no mask. But then maybe maybe you'll have masks indefinitely. Then if you get vaccinated, you're never going to have to worry about wearing a mask. Now you're back to being vaccinated and wearing a mask. And the confusion and the, the lack of trust is coming right out of the Biden administration, starting with Joe and Jill Biden themselves. Um, anyway, I appreciate the call. Thank you, Cindy. 800-941-Shawn is our number if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I wanted to play this, this, these comments by Chip Roy. He went, he, he was very passionate on the House floor today. We have a crisis at our border. We're playing footsie with mask mandates in the people's house. This sham of an institution is doing nothing for the American people. Here's what he said
4: declaration tonight at City Council that no illegal immigrants can be released in the city of Uvalde per the CDC guidelines of countries on their list without a negative COVID test. And we have had our health authority write orders that give us the authority to have them government, border patrol and immigrants quarantined for 10 to 14 days. We have a crisis at our border and we're playing footsie with mask mandates in the people's house. I mean, it's absolutely absurd what this body is doing, the people's house. It's an embarrassment. It's a mockery. And the American people are fed up. They want to go back to life. They want to go back to business. They want to go back to school without their children being forced to wear masks, to be put in the corner to have mental health issues. And we're running around here and the speaker comes down here at 10 o'clock in the morning saying, we got to wear masks in the people's house. While we've got thousands of people pouring across our border and Democrats don't do a darn thing about it, heavily infected with COVID.
0: Wow. Uh, he was on fire. All right, let's get to our phones. Uh, Steve is in Ohio. Steve, you're next on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you
11: called. Oh, Sean. How are you? I'm good, sir. Hey, uh, I recently just had to have a COVID test done due to a procedure I was supposed to have at a hospital. It came back positive. I was asymptomatic. And I asked the... The public health department, when they called me to notify me, so which variant do I have? Do I have the regular COVID or I have the Delta variant? I was informed that they're not testing for the Delta variant unless you've already had the vaccine. So, hearing this and seeing what the White House said that all these new COVID cases are coming from unvaccinated people and are the Delta variant, how could that be mm-hmm. if my county says that they're not testing for the Delta variant unless you've already been vaccinated?
0: Oh, I, I don't have an answer. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think you have a right to know what particular strain variant that you, you've you contracted. How many days now since you've tested positive?
11: I tested Friday. So, okay, so fine. I'm asymptomatic.
0: All right. So you're about what? Um, well, about well, six, five, five days in. Six days yeah, in.
11: about five days in. So I have to quarantine for, what, 10 days, I believe?
0: Yeah, look, yeah. Be care- I would I would urge you this, because I know a lot of people that have had it. A lot of times, you know, people are either asymptomatic or maybe just a little tired, or maybe they have a slight cough in the beginning, but be careful. I don't know, how old are you? Do you mind if I ask?
11: I'm about your age.
0: Okay, and next question, do you have any pre-existing conditions? No. Any comorbidities? No. No. Do you have any immune compromise issues?
11: Oh, I'm pretty healthy.
0: Okay. The one thing I would urge you to research and then bring up with your doctor um, would be Regeneron. I think Regeneron is the best therapeutic by far than any other one out there. Uh, ivermectin, you know, read the studies about ivermectin and HCQ. And and ask your doctor about it and see if he thinks it might be a good idea for you. We, you know, we had George Farid on yesterday. I'm, I'm sure he'd take your call if you wanted to talk to him about it because in his practice, he's been on the front lines dealing with thousands of patients, and and that's their protocol. They believe more in proactive medicine than reactive medicine. You know, too often I don't like the fact that they're telling people, oh, you test positive. Yeah, if your temperature goes up, take two extra strength Tylenol um, and if your oxygen goes below ninety, uh, yeah, then you can come into the hospital. The problem is at that point, and that can happen often at day six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Um, yeah. Is that the damage is done at that point, or a lot of the damage is done? So that's why I'm. I personally have put on people that are are bigger believers in the therapeutics, especially mono, especially the monocolonial Cocktails, Regeneron, Eli Lilly has their version of it, and I know many people that have had the infusion. It's something you have to get at a hospital, but it's very quick. Um, has had great results. That's my humble opinion. Vitamin D three, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin. You know, those are all the things that they're standard protocol for most of the doctors that I know. Uh-huh. And but but I, I'm not your doctor. I'll, I right. want to be very clear here. I, I'm, I'm I'll pray for you. But I would seriously look at therapeutics that mitigate the conditions of the virus or that would act earlier at preventing it from potentially, you know, going south on you, which, it, again, it's rare, but we lost hundreds of thousands of people. I would take it seriously, okay? And we'll pray I understand for
11: that. You. Yeah, but here's my question, though. Then how can the White House say that all these Delta variants – are coming from people that are unvaccinated when they're not even testing for those. They're just testing for the normal COVID here in this county.
0: You're, you're asking a million-dollar question, and the fact that you don't have an answer makes no sense to me whatsoever, and I think it's wrong. There's my answer. You know? Um, one other thing I'll say, you know, look, everybody I know that's gotten COVID, I mean, because we've heard so much about it, there there, there is a mental component to this. And that is that, you know, you're worried about the worst. Make sure you're checking your oxygen levels and your temperature regularly, okay? And then I, I hope you'll talk about these potential options if they suit you and your medical condition and history and, and current condition. Uh, at least, you, at least you're, you're digging deeper. That's what I'm urging you to do, okay? 800-941-SHAWN is our number.
6: For fake news, you won't find it here. You're with Sean Hannity on the air
2: now.
0: All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. You don't want to miss it. Hope you'll watch it. The conflicted COVID messaging of your government. Ted Cruz is apoplectic about it. He will join us. Uh Also, vaccine mandates. Is it legal? Greg Jarrett will weigh in on the legal aspect of it. We'll get commentary. Mike Huckabee, Steve Miller will join us. Uh, Well, now the border crisis has worsened and illegal immigrants with COVID symptoms are pouring across our southern border. Uh, we'll have a live report, an investigative Hannity report, and Texas Governor Greg Abbott will join us. And we'll have the very latest on this stacked commission with a predetermined outcome on January 6th. While they ignore all the rioting that went on in the country, Reince Priebus, Congressman Jim Banks kicked off the committee. And also Senator John Kennedy will join us. 9 Eastern tonight, Hannity on Fox. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. And you make this show possible. We'll never forget it. where they made their memories with their hero. Now, you can join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on the mission to do good and support the families of America's greatest heroes, and that means the families of fallen first responders just like Jason Arno and Gold Star families with young children and catastrophically injured service members and also homeless vets. Please commit to $11 a month. Go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. it's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off.